0: The Flight Deck is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you to the donors who sustain the Museum of Flight. To support this podcast and the museum's other educational initiatives, visit museumofflight.org podcast. Hello and welcome to The Flight Deck, the podcast of the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. I'm your host, Sean Mobley. Today is the last episode of this season of The Flight Deck. Since we're going behind the scenes of Curator on the Loose, which is our web series with this season of the podcast, I thought, why not end on one of the more recent episodes to come out? Now, if you haven't been following this season of The Flight Deck, we've been taking episodes of Curator on the Loose, which is the Museum of Flight's web series, and we've been taking interviews from that show that had to be cut or condensed for time on the TV series and letting the whole interview play out here. And so this episode, we have a conversation between our senior curator, Matthew Burchette, and Doug Lantry, who is a curator and historian at the National Museum of the United States Air Force. This was for an episode of Curator on the Loose, and actually it was a couple episodes, where we covered the Century Series, which were, a, well, Doug will explain what the Century Series is in the episode, so I won't preempt him. And we only have one plane from the Century Series at the Museum of Flight, so we thought, why not go where they have all of them, over at the National Museum of the United States Air Force in Dayton, Ohio, So that's where we went, and we even ended up in one of their kind of off-limits hangars. (laughs) So you can imagine how hard it was to get Matthew, our curator, to focus when he was surrounded by so many one-of-a-kind aircraft that are tucked away in that storage facility. But he did it, and that's what this interview is, and that's where this interview is taking place, inside that storage hangar. And so let's send it over to Matthew for the interview. All right,
1: we are here with
0: Doug Lantry.
1: He is the historian for the National Museum of the United States Air Force and one of their curators. Doug, thank you so much for a hanging thank, out with us. Thanks for coming. All right, I gotta ask, where are we? Because this is cool.
2: This is one of our collection storage facilities. We have a couple of large hangars in addition to our uh, restoration facility where we store macro objects in the collection. <laughs> uh, we divide our collection into roughly really giant things and really small things, and they're stored in different areas. This is just one of the storage areas for large things like aerospace vehicles.
1: This is amazing. I have already seen so many things in here that I thought I'd never see in my lifetime.
2: This is a visual toy store. Oh, no kidding. Uh, because so many things in here, uh, despite the fact that you know the, some of the wings are detached and they're in pieces, parts and stuff. uh, The fact that many of these things are unrestored gives you the ability to glimpse back in time about how did it get this way? What was this like? Where did this come from? What is this thing? And there's so many different ones to see that it really is. it's like a great big time machine in a box. It's really fun to That's walk what through I, this. And the
1: smell. The smell is amazing. It smells like airplanes guys, in here, doesn't yeah. it? Too bad you guys can't smell that because, well, you probably know what I'm talking about. Just that, that smell, love it. Um, okay, so we are doing a video on the Century Series. We had a bunch mm-hmm. of viewers ask us to do a video on the Century Series. Can you give us a little background information of how it got its name and what sure. it all is?
2: Sure, Um, why do we call it the Century Series? Well, the Century Series includes airplanes that the Air Force used from the F-100 through the F-106. So uh, F-100, F-101, F-102, F-104, F-105, and F-106. And if you draw kind of a box around those airplanes, what you get is, Air Force thought about air superiority and fighter bombers and tactical missions and air defense from about the mid to late 1950s in service, some of them, into the 1980s. So this generation of airplanes were purpose-built in large numbers for particular missions, despite the fact that events overcame some of those missions and they weren't used for what they were envisioned for. The, uh, the project of building the Century Series was a particular way of thinking about research, development, manufacturing, and airplanes in service. And that was superseded uh, in the 80s and into the 90s by the, the teens fighters, mm. the, the F-15s and the f 16 and so on. So the Century Series fighters really give us the iconic airplanes of the late 1950s mm-hmm. through Southeast Asia in the 60s, uh, all of Air Force service uh, in Europe and up by the dew line up north, uh, air defense, tactical air command, all of those things. And the shapes of these airplanes are instantly recognizable. Yeah. They are many people's favorite airplanes mm-hmm. and um, they also represent a lot of firsts. That's true. First. Uh, F-100, first uh, Air Force fighter that exceeded Mach 1 in level flight. Uh, There were some airplanes designed as weapons systems. That was a new way Mm -hmm. to think about these things. And so there's an awful lot to unpack in the Century Series fighters.
1: That That is a great way to sum it up. Now, one of the things that I've spied in here is I kind of slunk around while we were setting up is an aircraft that is part of the century series but it's not part of the century series. yeah i
2: think i know where you're going with this yeah Uh, an almost century series (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, an almost ran as it were but it definitely got closer than any other aircraft
2: it did uh i think you're you're gonna edge toward north americans F-107A.
1: Yeah, baby. Yeah, That's that's exactly it. The
2: story of that airplane is also the story of the F-105, because those two airplanes were competing Mm -hmm. for the same pot of money. So if history had gone somewhat differently, you would see stories and films and pictures of the Southeast Asia conflict featuring F-107s, which to us with our modern eyes is a funny looking airplane.
1: Yeah, and I'm just I'm envisioning that plane in Southeast Asia camouflage and it looks really cool.
2: Yeah, it's, well it, it's a different looking airplane but for very good reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, why do you put a, a, a variable inlet duct on the top of the airplane? The reason you do that is so that it can carry a larger nuclear weapon underneath. Mm-hmm. And so there's uh, that wasn't a whim, that was a requirement. And uh, the airplane worked. In fact, it exceeded some expectations. Um, So it was not a bad airplane, and more than one person has called it the best airplane the Air Force never bought.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. We are not going to go and transition to the F 107 now because we got to lead up to the F107. So Doug, thank you so much for your help. You're very welcome. Thank Um, you for
2: coming to visit with us. Oh, absolutely. And thanks for taking all your viewers through our facility here, where you can see so many interesting, neat things.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be fun. So we're gonna start at the beginning and then we're gonna end up at the 107. So that means you have to stay tuned. It's that hook. Have a great time. Woohoo! Thank you.
2: Excellent.
0: Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Flight Tech, the podcast of the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. If you liked the audio for this episode, the video will blow you away. There was There was too much video for this episode, so we actually cut it into three episodes about the Century series. And you can find all three of those on our YouTube channel. If you head to youtube.com and search for the Museum of Flight, you can find it there. And I'll also include a direct link in this episode's show notes, which you can find at museumofflight.org slash podcast. Click on the direct link there. This, like I said, is the last episode of this season of The Flight Deck. I hope you've enjoyed this behind the scenes look at Curator on the Loose. We're going to take a couple of weeks of a break as we put finishing touches on season three of the flight deck. So look for a teaser of that in a few weeks, and then we'll be back for season three. And then we'll do that again for season four, season five. If you've got ideas for things you want to see in future seasons, send me an email podcast at museumoflight.org. I would love to hear from you. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple podcasts or wherever you downloaded us from. You can also support the podcast financially by making a donation. You can do that at museumoflightorg podcast and hitting the yellow donate button. We are a non-profit organization, so your donations keep us going. You can contact the podcast at podcast at museumofflight.org. I just said that, but never hurts to hear it again. And until next season, I'm your host Sean Mobley saying to everyone out there on that good earth, We'll see you out there, folks.